First Baptist Church of Athens offers daily devotions for the Lenten journey. These are personal stories given by members and come from their personal life and journey in faith. Real people sharing their joys and sorrows, doubts and convictions, fears, hopes, and gratitude. As you make your personal journey and choices during Lent, we hope their insights will bring you inspiration, encouragement, and discovery. The devotion today for day 15 of our Lenten journey is given by Jamie Hogan. Allow for the music to free your mind and open your heart to listen for God. We all walk the long road, to quote Eddie Vedder. Jesus certainly walked the long road. His journey toward death, toward the end, proves to be a courageous one, rooted in the certainty of love. Each year around this time, it's hard for me to reckon with all of the contrast and dichotomies of the Lenten season, the darkness with the light, the division and the unity the apathy with the empathy, the hate with the love, the temptation and the solitude, the death and the life. Panic headlines and a 24-hour profit-driven news cycle make every moment feel as though we are one step closer to certain doom. When the truth is, the world is as beautiful and as terrible as it's always been. It's a hard pill to swallow when we consider the journeys of our brothers and sisters in our global and local communities are not unlike that of Jesus. It's more palatable and less disruptive to keep Jesus in the past in an image of our own design and not draw him into current context of being. In truth, there are so many journeys that draw parallels to that of Jesus' 40 days. The orphaned children in Gaza, starved and scared. The mothers and fathers trekking through literal hell and high water to reach our southern border in hopes of something better. Those who suffer in Sudan and Ukraine. We don't even have to travel that far, though. We have Jesus right here in the unhoused bedding down right here at the First Baptist Church of Athens. The addicted, the grief-stricken, the powerless, the frail, those without access to the most basic essentials. If you ride down any of the main thoroughfares in Athens, you have to actively choose 
not to bear witness to any of these human conditions. But especially as Christians, why wouldn't we bear witness? Even just to make eye contact and see that person as a child of God, as an angel among us. I am asking as much for myself as anyone. There are days when I am weary and spent, and more often days when I am simply distracted by the five-year-old asking 21 questions in the back seat, or the Kroger pickup order I needed by 5 p.m., and should I stop and get gas now or wait until tomorrow morning when I'm running late? Just silly, privileged, mind-numbing nonsense. In the past, I've definitely been a skeptic of what we'll call traditional Lent behaviors, giving up the chocolate, the social media, the carbs, the Diet Cokes. It always felt self-serving and a bit absurd to do those things in the spirit of Jesus' 40-day journey and his ultimate sacrifice. Lent is a wonderfully sacred time for reflection, but it is not absent of a call to action. To see and bear witness to suffering and injustice with the knowledge that it's okay if it makes us deeply uncomfortable. In fact, it should. But that we must walk that long road toward repair and love despite and maybe even because of the discomfort. The late Rachel Held Evans writes that wilderness can at once be a place of refuge and a space of disquietude. It's the disquietude that gets us, I think because of our innate self-centeredness. Because when we center others, we move closer to refuge and closer to Jesus' teachings. Christian writer and thinker Nish Wiseth writes, Spiritual formation is the process by which we are shaped by the power of the Holy Spirit into the image of Jesus for the sake of others, for our neighbors, for our communities, for the sake of doing the work of Jesus here on this earth in this time to see the kingdom of God break through the world just a little bit more tomorrow than it did today. And it's all dust to dust. So what do we have to lose? Why not? Why not care? Why not choose action over despair? Why not seek justice over apathy? Why not love? I would like to close with a prayer that Kate Bowler recently shared for Ash Wednesday. She writes, These days of dust, these days of despair, we can hear reality speak to us in a clear, ringing voice. So we approach carefully, barely ready to hear the hard truths we long to be told about beautiful, terrible death. Amen. Thank you.